Springfield is in a red state, a green county, and home of the blues, baby. Right here in Spectrum East, Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you are listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. Ain't there. All right. Ain't there. Ooh, yikes. And my name is Dan Howell. <laughs> The co-host uh-huh. of Springfield Mo. Uh, <laughs> we don't ha- we don't have anything that we say now. No, that's We're right, no longer yeah. tired. Well, I mean, I guess the new thing is you look tired. You is look what tired. I said. Yeah, you specifically look tired. Yeah. We could start saying the number of episodes we have left. Oh wow! I think there's what nineteen or eighteen. Yeah, we would have to first nail Including down that, that number yeah. for sure. Uh, um, R.I.P. Yeah. Spring Food Mo. Wow. Can't wait to get in that grave. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am just ready to crawl in it and, and just have a have a nice little lay down. <laughs> a nice little lay down. Yeah. Doesn't sound so bad, you know. It sounds like something you tell a little kid at a funeral. <laughs> oh, they're just having a nice little lay down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. How's it going, Dan? We lay people to rest, Andy. No, we certainly so do. So we, we, we created the terminology. How, am I, how is it going for me? You thought all the way out yet? Uh, no, I'm not. You're the, not? The driveway is uh, still too slick for any of the three car driving people living at my house to drive up. Man. Uh, still can't find a snow shovel anywhere in town. Uh, but, but you know what, Andy, I got a rock rake. One, that's one of the good rakes. It's not just for leaves. Oh, I know what it's you're little, talking about. Little, yeah. A little more hardcore. Uh, and I'm about to get out there after we're done recording and break up the remaining ice so I can get up the driveway just in time for nice. what I hear is another round of snow that will oh, really? for sure trap me up there. When I don't is that going to happen? Like, I think somebody said it was supposed to be tonight, even at, after the horrible week that we've had weather wise um i still basically refuse to uh, uh look up the weather <laughs> for myself at, at, at any point uh w- would have sure helped me a lot uh this last week w- w- with my uh five dollar snow shovel and uh no ice melt dan mm. ain't no snow coming tonight <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andy, when you work with the public like I do at the uh, um, the Walmart, um, okay. I, own, I own Walmart. Right, okay. Dan Walton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan, Daniel Walton Howell. Uh, you know, I, I guess I buried the lead there for the last couple of years. I am one of the Waltons. I do own Walmart. <laughs> um, mommy and Daddy gave it to me for Christmas. <laughs> it's uh, weird that we're like so scrappy in, in this <laughs> case and just yeah. use whatever equipment I've been able to cobble together. Oh, well, I refuse <laughs> to put any of Mommy and Daddy's money to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> They said they're going to keep Sam's Club, but Walmart's for little baby Danny. <laughs> they gave it to me for Christmas. <laughs> it seems odd considering Dan's Club is right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. But uh, my brother Sam won over in that regard. Um, <laughs> that's why I put him in his grave. <laughs> you laid him to rest. That's why I killed him. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking I about? Oh, yeah. Well, when you work with the public like mm-hmm. I do at uh, the Walmart, uh, you you hear a lot of people's, you hear a lot of people what they have heard, yeah, about what's going to happen in the weather. It, it's a it's a common talking point. People love to talk about the weather. Um, I know that you don't get this as much with kids, 
I imagine they don't like to talk about the weather at all. They did the one day that I saw them this uh-huh. week. Yeah. <laughs> they Believe it or not, they wanted to tell me all about their snow stories. Yeah. Did they have some fun ones? A lot oh, of yeah, sledding Dan. going on? You know what? They all had a very special sledding story. Wow. <laughs> yep. Feet and hands cold. Uh-huh. That's the report that I got. <laughs> did you tell them to try shoes and gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I did, but you know. Okay. Well, that snow just feels so pure on the skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I always say. <laughs> I just want that pure snow on my skin. I went out there yesterday and played with my nephews in the snow. And it was one of the, it was bizarre because, you know, it's like 45 degrees. And yeah. It basically feels like summertime whenever you've gained 60 degrees. Mm-hmm in a day uh had forgotten that snow makes your hands and feet miserably cold oh yeah and wet mm-hmm. uh just was walking around with soggy toes <laughs> not abnormal for me but this time it was from the snow you know i andy i've i've fortunately in, in the last week or so gotten the chance to whip my old boots out so so haven't had a whole mm. lot of snow in the socks got got my boots on yeah I haven't had boots since I was a kid. Mm. I remember walking around the MSU campus and I had some uh, like rain boots that I decided, oh, this will do during the snow. No, it did not do because they were made of rubber. Sure. And I was cold almost instantly. Mm-hmm. And I like walked to class yep. and I was so terrible. Yeah, that sounds bad. It was, uh, <laughs> I was risking frostbite for sure. <laughs> so I just wrapped them up in a, in a hot towel. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to school, and uh, yeah. you went to one of the rich schools. So famously, they, State they University. Hand, yeah, yeah, they hand you a hot towel. No, no, no. I walked back home through the snow, oh, like okay. a you know seven tenths of a mile, and then you got mommy's hot towel. Yeah, yeah that on. she has waiting for you. Uh, no, I called my mom and had her come over to my. Uh-huh. I lived in a shed. I don't know if oh, I've talked about yeah. this on the show. Yeah. Did you ever see the shed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I entered the shed a few times. Definitely met you at the shed more than a couple times mm-hmm. for uh, concerts, I'm sure. Yeah. Lived in a shed. Mm-hmm. Been renovated. It was renovated into a uh, one room studio apartment. Kind of wonderful. Very tiny. Really like it. You know, smaller. Smaller than the the studio room we record in now. It was oh, my absolutely. entire house. Yeah, no, you were definitely on the uh, the tiny home yeah. bandwagon before most. Before that uh, was even a phrase people uh-huh. used. I think I think when you were doing it, it was called being very poor. <laughs> I mean, it was it was three hundred dollars a month, which was a stretch for me at the time. Uh-huh. But I got to live alone. Uh, when all my friends had roommates and had to deal with roommates and that kind of thing, it was it was wonderful. It was really great. Yeah, had a loft great. bed that I went and purchased from the Baptist Bible College because it had shut down. Nice. Uh, just got it off Craigslist. Went and some old dude let me they in had there to sell and that bed because something untoward happened on it. Yeah, probably they couldn't keep it at the Bible College. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they got rid of those ones that women slept on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know they, these women. They, I think what it is, a lot of these ladies, they're out there reading their Archie comics and stuff, <laughs> and it's giving them all sorts of ideas. And it's it, frankly, it's uncouth. What kind of ideas about reading uh-huh. <laughs> these pictures? Uh-huh. What are these symbols next to these pictures? Yeah, hamburger sandwich. Should we figure out how to read? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Baptist Bible College is like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. It must be the beds giving them these ideas. 
<laughs> What's happening? Wow. Oh, R.I.P. Baptist Bible College. I know nothing about it other than they gave me a bed that had served me well for mm-hmm. three years when I lived in a shed. That was cool. How did we get here? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, we were supposed to have a guest this week, and we'd, we'd planned uh, a lot of, you know, how we plan segments with guests. Sure. And our guests We had, tell them to do to, most of the, like, work for the episode. Yeah. Well, not most of the work, I guess. Certainly more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's going to be a bit of an Andy so uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that yeah. way. Um, yeah, we had a guest book that I was really excited about. Dan doesn't know this, but we were actually double booked. <laughs> oh, really? I forgot until after our first guest canceled that I had, in fact, booked someone else for this weekend. Whoa. <laughs> what happened to the other person? Uh, I already told you, and I'm not going to say it on mic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one of them canceled, and then I rebooked another one for next week, mm-hmm. and then that person wound up having to cancel next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, they both work at the same place. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited for both to be on the show. And then one of them got called to uh, go do work uh, out of town at the last second uh, for reasons that make a ton of sense. And we're hopefully going to have that person back on. But point is... We got Dave and Buster. <laughs> they work at the same place. <laughs> we don't it was a pretty big deal for us. Uh, does, does Branson have a Dave and Buster's? It seems like they could sustain one. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that they do. Yeah. We've got the youth group version, the 1984, and just have soda and, I guess, Ritz crackers. I don't know what they sell there. <laughs> I think I think you could get peanut M&Ms, like yeah. normal children candy, mm. not, not Ritz crackers. <laughs> I beg to differ, Dan. Peanut M&Ms, grown-up candy. <laughs> I could just picture uh, preteen Andy there at the arcade. Pro- the arcade wasn't there whenever Andy was a preteen, I don't think. Uh, but just fistful of Ritz crackers, just getting cracker dust all over. <laughs> what do you do? You playing uh the karate one? I like that one. I don't. What? What? The karate one? It's, I think it's just called karate. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I haven't been in there in forever. You do karate to each other. Never been much of an much of an arcade uh-huh. gamer. More of a just a console gamer. Uh, my whole my whole gaming career. Let's talk about video games more. No, nobody wants to hear that. We did a little tear, a video game tear, for about five or seven minutes on last week's Tower Club episode, mm-hmm. yeah. which was a lot of fun, but we won't uh, bore anybody with that. $5 a month for two <laughs> Tower Club episodes, half of which goes to right. Ozark's Food Harvest. We were talking about how we had a guest booked, and the guest picked the restaurant for this week. Wow. By the time she had to cancel, it was too late for us to go somewhere else, and she picked it because it's from her city. Well, uh, kind of, uh, I guess the city maybe. of Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I did a ton of research uh-huh. on this place this week, and I'm really, really excited about this history segment, Dan. You think we ought to just go ahead and get into it? You know, Andy, uh, I, 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 I don't think that we can sustain this, uh, pre-bio banter any longer yeah. so i think we it's never probably really time to found get into a groove it. Did this no week, we didn't really we? didn't <laughs> we really didn't well i guess we'll see you after the bio and hope that groove finds us hey don't have a cow dad the Missouri Beef Industry Council, or MBIC, or Mo Beef Council for short, is a nonprofit organization responsible for administering programs of promotion, education, research, and consumer and industry information.
The Mo Beef Council is part of a coordinated state and national effort funded and controlled by beef producers who are assessed $1 per head each time a beef animal is sold. Half of each dollar is forwarded to the Cattlemen's Beef Promotion and Research Board, CBB for short, and the other half of the dollar is retained by the Missouri Beef Industry Council to fund state-based programs which complement and extend the industry-wide effort. Wow, keeping half of that money for themselves is really selfish. Per the Mo Beef Council's website, its vision is to sustain a strong and viable beef industry in Missouri. The mission is to improve the demand for beef, and the top priorities are to promote and strengthen beef's value proposition, drive growth in beef exports, and to grow consumer trust in beef and beef production, and to protect and enhance the business climate for beef. Weird choice to use the word climate in this context. Probably not an accident. Weird choice our guest made. Yeah. I mean, I just went and looked at some cows, and I'm not totally sure how we're supposed to talk about this. Well, I, I mean, you know that there's also a restaurant in downtown Springfield called Mo Beef. Wait, what? I mean, I... Th- I wait. I, I, I guess you I probably typed it into here? Google. I'm, I mean, I mean, I would never get on the podcast and call you an idiot. <sighs> okay, but um, uh, I think you might have done a dumb dumb. No, this is unprecedented. Okay, um, give me like five minutes to whip something together, and then maybe we can. Can you order me some mo beef? Uh, it is Sunday, so they're closed. But I I know the guys, so I'll okay. I mean, I, I can see if they can whip some mo beef up. Yeah. Get, okay. Let's pause for like five minutes, and then I'm gonna like put something together, and then that will play right now. Sure. We begin our brief history segment today by referring once again to a gangster called Scarface, so named for the scar on his face. What follows is not a quote from the fictional Scarface once enthusiastically portrayed by Alfredo James Pacino, but by the real Scarface, syphilitic massacre conspirator Alphonse Gabriel Capone. The man had many other nicknames in addition to Scarface. Names like Big Al, Big Boy, Public Enemy Number One, and Snorky. Snorks. 
During the height of prohibition in the late 1920s, at the age of 31, Chicagoan Snorky invited a New York-based writer from the London Times to interview him with the intent to posit himself with his various rackets as no different than any other American businessman. The journalist, Claude Cockburn, was a legendary British communist known for stirring up trouble with the state via editorials featuring long, often labyrinthine prose. Cockburn sat and spoke with Capone for a long time, and he later claimed that a machine gun leaned against the wall throughout the interview. However, Cockburn never bothered to submit his finished piece because Capone's conservative views of America and of himself hewed too closely to the general perspectives endorsed by the London Times, an institution which would not have wanted its perspectives co-signed by Al Capone. The most famous Al Capone quote, which I swear I will read to you shortly, did not come directly from Al Capone, nor from Al Capone via Claude Cockburn, but rather from a third person, another now anonymous journalist who recounted a party story often told by Claude Cockburn, a man who devoted his life to criticism of conservatism and of capitalism about the time he interviewed Al Capone. The construction of the alleged Capone quote, the cadence, diction, and meter are suspiciously similar to those often employed in the hyper-stylized writing of, you guessed it, Claude Cockburn. This American system of ours, call it Americanism, call it capitalism, call it what you will, gives each and every one of us a great opportunity if only we seize it with both hands and make the most of it. Put your name at the top of his list And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist And the eagle will fly and it's gonna be here When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell Seizing with both hands is exactly what one must do to eat a sandwich from Mo Beef in Springfield, Missouri which I can only assume is the reason that famous, probably fake quote from Al Capone is emblazoned upon the eatery's eastern wall. It is unclear whether or not the Mo in Mo Beef is a pun on Mo like Missouri or just Mo short for more. Anyway, here's how the restaurant started as explained on the menu. Founded in 2013 and located in Springfield, Missouri on historic Walnut Street, Chef Don Fairchild, graduate of the Culinary and Hospitality Institute of Chicago and a Le Cordon Bleu certified chef, wanted to bring his favorite sandwich home to Southwest Missouri. During his studies in Chicago, Chef Don needed to eat his fast and cheap. Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> needed to eat fast and cheap. Chicago-style Italian beef was a local favorite, and he found out not only were the sandwiches good, but he could eat well, and the price was right. Chef Don, not finding a comparable sandwich on his return home, made this choice for his first restaurant. Wow. The one other bit of information I could find about Don Fairchild is that he's originally from Aurora, home of the... That's not the White Squirrel. White Squirrel's in Marionville. You ever seen one of those? No. No. Oh, wait. Uh, yes, in Minneapolis. Oh, that's yeah. not Marionville. <laughs> well, I guess Marionville's lying if they're also in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Anyway, whew, I'm glad I was able to eat some of that uh, here last second. Thank you to Chef Don and uh, Tony, the manager, uh -huh. for uh, preparing 
a few entrees for me yeah. so that I might review them here on the show. We should really go back and thank all the folks who mm-hmm. prepared the food for us. Good, bad, mediocre. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Mo Beef, Dan, have you been oh, there? I screwed up, Andy. What? I know that you screwed up too, but I went to No Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thank you. I, I put just as much time and effort into it as you did <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah, I was real happy with that. I, I'm always suspicious of quotes like the one that appears on the wall at that restaurant. Yep. I mean... I did all that research, and it was, it was pretty easy to figure out that that's mm-hmm. not a real quote. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> even if it is, it sucks. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> bad quote uh, from a bad man. Yes, he, uh, he, he really seized his destiny by uh, killing all those people. Yeah. <laughs> or at least ordering people to be killed. Yeah. No good. Should have done this for our Valentine's Day <laughs> episode. Yeah, we absolutely <laughs> should have. <laughs> Anyway, you've been there prior to this week, Dan? Mo Beef? I, I think I've been to Mo Beef one time. Yeah. I've been there a few times over the years. It's, I almost it's, feel like it might have been with you for some reason. Could have been before a show or something. Who yeah, knows? absolutely. Who knows? Uh, I had definitely been there. I remember there being a whole ordeal once when we were, one time when I was with people at Missouri Spirits and the place they wanted to get was closed and... Mm. I just picked it up on the way out of out of frustration, and everyone was disappointed because it wasn't the place they wanted. Sure, but uh, I think it was probably better than uh, the place we wanted because that place was called Black Sheep. Okay, let's let's move on and wow. uh, talk about the food we tried at Mo Beef, Dan. That's what we're here for, isn't it? It sure is, Andy. <laughs> Ostensibly, I mean, I I I came so prepared today, having just eaten Mo Beef. Uh, I think I finished my last bite three minutes before you sent me a text saying that our guest yeah. had canceled. Yeah. Uh, I guess not that it really would have mattered at only a day's notice. They're normally open for dinner, but it seems like they're closing mm-hmm. after lunch hours lately, even though there's no information about that on the website. Yeah. Yeah. I, I placed a bunch of calls on Friday night driving home from work. Uh, and, and, and boy, was I, I was rearing mad, Andy. I, I was just like... They, they're they not answering my calls. I'm going to show up there, and they're just going to not be answering their phones. Uh, that, of course, was not the case. Mm-hmm. That, nobody ever really does that. Maybe a, a few times that's actually happened. <laughs> Mo Beef, Andy. Mo Beef. You want to start with the sides? Yeah, I guess we better. Let's do it. Well, I tried to order a bunch of different stuff, and <laughs> they were out of an awful lot. <laughs> Our guest was able to order onion rings about two hours before I went uh, for my first trip on a Thursday or Friday, whenever that was. I then tried to order some other stuff, which they didn't have, <laughs> but I did wind up getting jalapeno poppers maybe, and fries. Maybe she can disseminate the information about the onion rings in some other form. Uh, call into our, she can call her voicemail, of course, uh, maybe write about um, it in the newspaper. Not going to bother her. <laughs> You don't think that you could ask her just to like throw a little something in in <laughs> in the paper? Just a subscribers only one that you mm. can't even get past in incognito mode. Yeah, paywall. They uh-huh. do. Those are some of the best articles of on course. the newsletter. Yeah, and uh, they just show up in my email because I'm a subscriber. Wow, baby. Andy. Archive wow. and uh, the, the whatever <laughs> opposite of archive is unarchive weekly, daily. Yep. That's right. 
anyway, love the love the paper. Really, <laughs> genuinely do. Um, jalapeno poppers, Dan, huge. Wow, big fat daddies. As love we like to, hear to say, that. they're so big. Uh, the breading is really thin, and it's also quite crispy. It's kind of that granular breading. Seems like it probably came, you know, out directly out of a package. These are not spicy at all. No spiciness whatsoever. Just a little bit of jalapeno flavor. Just a ton of warm, gooey, mm. goopy cream cheese. Little tang to it. Maybe just a little zest to the cream cheese. Thought these were excellent. Really loved them, Dan. And they had to make a trip home because uh, I left the Rachel Ray bag at my parents' oh last my week, Dan. God, and so they were still hot. Also, I had a bite of everything nice. in the car. <laughs> nice. Of course. <laughs> you gotta. That's it's the way. It's ethical journalism. Absolutely. And I definitely wasn't already doing that before we started <laughs> <laughs> journalizing. Journalizing. Yes, Andy. <laughs> the, I, I'm, I'm smart with words. Yeah, it came with a big old thing of ranch. I liked how big the <laughs> ranch canister was. I was able to dip some of my other stuff in it. Uh, on that trip also love a little bit of leftover ranch oh hey lord knows i love a big ranch can Mm -hmm. (laughs) give me two (laughs) jalapeno poppers dan real good what else you get to try andy uh i ordered like you i I tried to order the pepper jack bites Mm. don't got pepper jack bites i don't know if that was a sold out of pepper jack bites or uh just don't exist any longer uh, lost to the pre-COVID times. Yeah. Also tried to order onion rings. We don't have onion rings. Not we're sold out of onion rings, oh. but we we don't got them. That's not true. Okay. Because our guest got them. No, no. I think <laughs> I, you know it could go either way. Yeah. We don't got them. Could just mean we don't got them oh, okay. right now. They're sure. not in the building. We don't got them. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I ended up getting was the hand cut fries, Andy, which are. Chips. Yeah. They the hand-cut fries are chips. But they are homemade chips. They're, They're yes. house-made chips. They're certainly hand-cut, and, and they have a little body to them. They got yeah. some fry body to them. They're not chips in their texture. You know, no. they, they are not crispy or crunchy whatsoever. They are softies. See, I had I had some crispy edges oh, on, on mine, but but that could have been you the know trip. you get the you get the soft on it too. That could have been the travel time. However, I did take a I did have a couple bites of chips. Or fries in the car. Mm. I the pictures you'll see on Instagram are in the car. <laughs> Both times, like I just took the pictures so that we get the fresh, get the fresh images. Oh yeah, <laughs> well the image has to be fresh yeah. too. But these were very much uh, chips you had to fork. Mm-hmm. You know, you you fork them. Uh, they're a fork dish. Well, I definitely soft. did not. I did not touch mine with a fork, mm-hmm. Andy. I ate them as chips. Hey, are eaten. sure with fingies. With fingies, yeah. that's right. These are pretty thin, clearly hand-cut, really well-salted, soft, not crispy. Really tasty. Yeah, I like these a Thought lot. these were great. Yeah. I don't think we've had anything quite quite like these before. No. 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 It, it, it really is a, a happy medium between a, a house-made chip and a hand-cut fry. And, and I really like these guys, yeah. Andy. Real tasty. Anything else on the appetizers that you got? I did not get to try any other appetizers, unfortunately. They get two entrees, though. Well, I guess it's time to get into these sandwiches, mm. Andy. All right. Where do we start? Well, Dan, I got a burger. Please, lay it on me. I got the Swiss burger. Mm. Dan, these buns are croissants. 
It's got a croissant. Oh, they do the bun. croissant on the on the burger too. Yeah, wow. dude. Oh, I repeat, the buns are croissants. They sure are. Airy, buttery, flaky, and rich. Mm-hmm. Loved this bun, Dan. I don't think it was probably the freshest bun I've ever gotten. It seemed like it probably been sitting there in the package for a few days, but it was still really tasty and a great novelty. Absolutely, to have a croissant bun. Really loved that. Big fat patties of beef, two of them, <laughs> dripping grease, so much flavor. Really thought that it was just high quality beef, which you should expect from a place called Mo Beef. Top of those, smothered, smothered with gooey white cheese, topped with strips of mushroom. So many strips that are like covered up. The onions underneath, because wow. that's some really thinly sliced grilled onions. Wow. Mm. Mushrooms have a different texture the beef just slightly tougher and those those two different feelings on the tongue are really complimentary those two different textures uh like complimenting on the tongue. it's like you got, you got a nice tongue there dan yeah. it's like a tongue compliment this was so good <laughs> this is this is my in my top three burgers we tried for the show awesome that's awesome wild burger. to hear three. andy i think it's vying for that third spot yeah what for sure i mean fine called street cafe is number one easy Number two, Riyadh. I that's what I was gonna yeah. ask. I was gonna I was gonna ask if Riyadh's made it up there. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta make a trip back to Riyadh and get get another one of those. Yeah, burgers. they're really really delicious. I thought this was a great burger. Was that so awesome. thrilled and impressed by this burger. Would love to try like the more traditional, just you know, meat and cheddar cheese or meat and American mm. cheese kind of style burger. You know, try their try and see what their baseline's like. But like medium grade cheese on a croissant bun with that tasty beef, gonna be great. I think. Mushroom, Swiss, and onions is like right there with it's it's as basic as you can get with a burger. So? Like as far as a burger variant goes, it's like your original deluxe cheeseburger, that one, and then like a barbecue one with some like onion strings on it or something. Those are your. You, th- I think those are pretty commonplace. Yeah, most places where you can get a burger. You really put me onto that. I think with your Culvers, like you, oh which one you like at Culvers? Yeah. You put yeah. me onto the, the Swiss burger. It's very good. It is a greasy mess. It is uh, j- just the way that you can feel it seeping into your arteries yeah. when eating a Culver's burger is something really special. Glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise ye the Lord. Dan, what was uh, wow. your other entree? Or your, Andy, one of your entrees? My first entree. I'm going to go on the croissant train with you, Andy, with the deli turkey. Mm. Super thinly sliced deli turkey. Stacked. Folded up and, and, and stacked dandy on a toasted croissant with cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, and mayo served hot or cold. I went hot. You know, I got a couple sandwiches for this single singular visit uh, because of all the snow this week. Just mm-hmm. hard getting out. Got two sandwiches, split both of them with my girlfriend. This was kind of her pick. I, You know, he hit me with the hot or cold question on the phone and I go, what is my girlfriend like? Gotta be a hot sandwich. <laughs> She's a hottie. Well, I thought this was going to be about you. Well, I know one hot thing she likes. Oh, well, that's the <laughs> thing, Andy. That's, you know, I, I get home and uh, she says, you know, I don't like hot sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Seven years, hot sandwich, cold sandwich. It's all sandwich to me, Andy. I don't pay enough 
attention. Just go set it on the porch for a little bit. It'll, that's, get, it'll cool right off. Well, that's what I, I... I didn't say that in so many words. I did go outside and just shove it in the snow. <laughs> and, and I said, well, have it cold then. <laughs> <laughs> And she uh, she got the belt and just whipped me one good for that. <laughs> this, oh is like a, this is like a cycle you two oh enjoy. Man. Yes, yeah. And, uh, you know, from there, I, I just won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> this was very tasty, Andy. The croissant uh, didn't, it didn't, like, really fall apart like I thought it was going to because it, it, the sandwich has a bit of wetness on it. They they do a pretty heavy mayonnaise job on this thing, mm -hmm. and you get a nice juicy tomato on there, both of which I think add to it exponentially. Uh, it was falling apart by maybe my last two bites, but I really expected it to kind of come apart more. The croissant had some body to it, maybe because it was... Uh, sitting around for a little while, maybe toasting it added a little mm. more to that. But I thought that this was a delicious sandwich, Andy. I mean, the the smoked turkey deli meat I thought was the most flavorful of the meats I tried. I didn't think it was, you know, a whole lot more special than just smoked turkey that you can get mm -hmm. at the deli yeah i mean it's not called mo turkey dan it's not andy it's not which is why the other sandwich i got had the beef on it mm. uh i i i mean that's all i have to say about the deli turkey i would get again there's also a chicken salad that comes on this croissant that i think would also be pretty tasty andy this next sandwich i mean it's kind of a joint effort between us we basically got the same thing but you got the uh you you got the the plus version right. Well, why don't you tell us about the dawn, Andy? I got the dawn because I said, "Ooh, it that like my name." <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting now that it's Don because the gangster theme at this place, and also Don because his name's Don. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty guy, fun. His name's Don. I like that. Um, I just realized that. My sandwich is named after the other guy that runs that runs the place, Tony. <laughs> yep, yep, Fat Tony. Yep. The Don. Italian roasted beef dipped in its own juices on our fresh Italian bread with heart hot jardinera or sweet peppers. I went sweet peppers. And do it what what did you I get on spicy. your version? Okay, good, good. We got we got a well rounded take here then. You know, the bread. Fresh Italian bread? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how fr how fresh the bread is. A, a, a little... Like, you're not going to deceive me like that. If you fly in from Italy, it's not going to be fresh. It can't be fresh. That's what yeah, I'm saying. that's not possible. Yeah. We see your game, Mo Beef. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my voice even <laughs> higher. That's right. <laughs> and it's not going to go down again. <laughs> The the bread, you know, I, it was a little, it was a little toothy. It, okay, it, it, but it held up to the juices of the sandwich. I think there's a reason yeah. for that. Now, uh, on the topic of bread, I I did watch my sandwich get prepared. Mm. I did watch the person preparing the sandwich uh, take the like slice of bread that had just fallen apart and completely broken off from the bottom half and just kind of 
tuck it under <laughs> the beef as if it is still a part of uh-huh, the sandwich. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all wrapped in tin foil. And it's a messy sandwich anyway, so I don't really oh, mind. Yeah, but this, is, this is a fork sandwich. I for opened sure. it up, and it was <laughs> there was just so clearly like uh, as. What are we gonna waste this bread? <laughs> well, exactly. I, you know, I don't blame him. I don't want him to throw anything away. But uh, it was almost like a slice of beef, but just a, a little slice of bread tucked in there. Um, Andy, I did not think that this had a whole lot of flavor. Mm. I the it it, uh, it was wet, but it wasn't you know that super salty. Uh, oily ajou mm-hmm. flavor. Um, I I I don't know. The, the, the Italian seasoning, not not really there. Huh. I just didn't get a whole lot of flavor with the beef. Wow, at Mo Beef, huh? Um, and I did not like it very much. Okay, I did not like the sandwich very much. I thought mine was great. Really? Yeah. The, explain yours, the Fat Tony. I got the Fat Tony, which was the Italian beef. It used yours as the baseline. That's right. And oh boy, it had so much is added to this thing. Actually, it's just one sausage. It, it, <laughs> it's right. a sausage is added. Uh-huh. And I figured it would be like sliced up sausages. But no, it's it's one whole uh, cylindrical sausage. Oh, they don't even split it down they the middle? They split it down the okay, middle. Sure. Yeah, they split it long ways. So there's two different two halves, and it's sort of buried in there, which I like. It wasn't just thrown on top. Sure, um, huge. This is this was so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, this a lot is eight, of beef on on yeah. the dawn. Yours was seven fifty. Mine was eight fifty. And I would say, you know, this this is comparable to like an Arby's price, and it's probably like two point five times as much food as you get at another place. Man, I like the white roll, Dan. Mine had mine. I clocked it as tasting pretty fresh. Like I was like, oh, oh man, really? this tastes like good. This is good quality bread. Uh, I, I didn't not like the roll. I, I think yeah. I think it was a good good roll. Yeah, I, I didn't think that specifically. I I wanted to note that I did not think the roll had a ton of flavor. Sure, um, but I still liked it. It mostly I think it mostly its function was to absorb that beef juice. Yeah, and the roll, you know, beyond just not being a full roll whenever the sandwich was assembled, yeah. did hold up uh-huh. pretty well for Absolutely. it as wet as it is. Yeah, main purpose of the bread in one of these is to absorb that those meat drippings and boy, those soaked those soaked bread bits for me were just really savory and delicious. Uh, had one full sausage. Yeah, it was split in half and grilled, but it was grilled so it was like crispy on the outside. Oh, yeah. Which I really liked. Mm. And again, like the mix of textures, like the crispy, almost, it wasn't almost dry. It was dry. Like the sausage was dry, but everything else is like wet and drippy. And those textures mixed together were really pleasing to me. Um, kind of crusty on the outside. It's just a good contrast. Best part of this whole thing, Dan, was those hot peppers mm. at Jardinera which are, in fact, sweet at first and then spicy. So, like, the flavor profile changed as I continued eating. Dan, I liked this beef. Um, maybe we – I think we did go on different days. So yeah. Maybe we just had different uh, people cooking or something. But mine had a ton of flavor. I It was very wet, very greasy, which mm. in my book is a plus for a sandwich like this. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say – I didn't get, like, even, like, a – a beefy grease flavor like huh. it was certainly wet but it just like you know yeah had a lot of a lot of french dip sandwiches a lot of italian beef mm-hmm. sandwiches and i just would not describe this as being a particularly flavorful sure one. the 
beef is very thoroughly shredded. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's about I don't know if they stew it or how they get it that way, but it's the the it's a long, long stringy cuts of beef in there. No which, fat or gristle in there. Yeah, no, it's pretty lean. And that allows them to pile a whole lot of it mm-hmm. on there. But really, it wasn't any one component that I loved, but just the combination, specifically of the sausage, that stringy beef, and a lot of jardinera on there, a lot of hot peppers. And the oil from those peppers, I think, permeated everything sure. else a lot. So I got I, a lot of that yeah. flavor. Like the primary flavor that I liked came from the peppers. Um, so I think that's probably the primary difference bet- between our two experiences. I, you know, I enjoyed the sweet peppers. They were definitely uh, sweet and tangy and uh, ha- had a nice pickly flavor to them. But uh, I-, I feel like I probably would have been better off with the Jardinera. Yeah. I loved it, Dan. thought this was really tasty. Um, this was when I got the the ranch also. So I was able to dip some of that in the ranch. And oh, boy, this was a treat. I was so happy to be eating this on a cold day. Great cold cold weather food, in my opinion. Hmm. All right, I think that's all we have. <laughs> I it literally two is each, all we have. Is, unfortunately, pretty, pretty standard to have two entrees each. It just doesn't feel like as much as normal, even though it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, I think it's a pretty fair assessment of this yeah, menu. You know, and I only went to a with a sandwich so similar to yours because yeah. we 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 knew what our right. other guest had ordered and I, I thought that we would have a little more yeah. variety i tried to order polenta cakes that was the other thing oh. i was really excited about was they have polenta cakes on the side menu and they have a burger i think they have a burger with polenta on it and a Ooh. burger with pesto on it yeah, yeah I saw uh, the they've got these burger. other burgers that i would love to have tried we just were kind of limited uh by time this week too because it was dangerous to leave the homes it for most of the was. week. It's very hard to so. get out for a lot of the week. We ran the risk of going to a restaurant that would just be closed this yeah, week. No that kidding. is not out of the realm of realism. Uh-huh. Uh, Andy, you're our guest this week. Huh? <laughs> what are you rating? That, I guess it's an Andy sode <laughs> where I do literally 80% of the work and uh-huh. I'm the guest. Okay. <laughs> uh, eh, divisional labor is fine. Whatever. Who cares? Having fun. I sure am. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what a, what a, I, I don't want to do anything else with my day today. <laughs> nothing, I, nothing I would rather be doing. Um, uh, he's gripping like... his sled right now. <laughs> Just white knuckling it. <laughs> I really liked it, Dan. This is a solid four for me. It's a real great lunch spot. We didn't really talk about the inside. It's small, it's pretty quaint in there, but it definitely has more of like a big city walking in off a downtown street feel to me. Sure. Uh, it is a little bit west of the main downtown area in Springfield, but I would say this is like a very good like first lunch date spot. Oh, really? You know, you can get out of there quick if you need to. You can sit and talk for a while if uh, you're having a good time. You yeah, know, I'm always make planning my exit. Got an exit plan. <laughs> you got a handy. <laughs> How's he gonna get out of there? I text my dates about their exit. I have an exit plan ready. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little strange. You should you'd have a way to get out of here. You should just discuss it whenever the date starts. Just a real like, uh, you know, because you don't want to be both caught exiting at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that um, would be awkward. <laughs> I haven't been on a date uh, since October, Dan. Wow. Uh, turns out when you're in a long distance relationship, you cut out all like the pesky mm-hmm. human interaction part of it. You know, hey. When you're in a regular distance relationship, I, I don't know the last time we went out on a date uh, because of COVID-19, Andy. Oh, boy. What am I rating it, Andy? What am I rating it? I don't know. I guess you... Uh, yeah. What are you rating it? I guess I should ask you. There's just so much more time to fill on the episode, and I... 
I, I just can't decide. So I guess that's a good thing. I think I'm going to have to go three. Three? On this one. I Generous. did not like the beef sandwich all that much. I enjoyed the croissant on the other one. I would love to try a burger there. I think it's, you know, just in a little close proximity to another sandwich place that I really, really love and go to about once every two weeks. Um, However, I will say, Mo Beef, great price point. Under $20 for Uh the two sandwiches and two fries. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, yeah, really great. Hard to find, uh, like, beef sandwich or really any, like, kind of higher quality sandwiches at at that kind of price. So right on to that. I think it's worth talking about this, Dan. Um, Our ratings are uh, not for the restaurant as a whole, but Uh for the experiences that we as individuals had this week. Yeah. (laughs) Unless otherwise noted. To dig even further into that, my ratings specifically are uh, worthless. They are uh, garbage doo-doo junk, Andy. I am in no way qualified to do this. Uh, I really like eating food. Some would say I have an unhealthy relationship with it. My doctor, that is, uh, would say that. Dr. Dentist. (laughs) Uh, I think that is part of the appeal because (laughs) that is how most people view food. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I, I just I respect what all these restaurateurs do and what what the the chefs do, and I, I, I wanted to be a chef for a good part of my young life, and uh, I don't want them to ever think that uh, anything I say should have any kind of bearing on on what they're doing, uh, or that uh, our audience is in any way going to affect. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> their their sales in a negative way. And we might it, affect them in a positive way. And if it seems like we're referring to something specific, <laughs> you're reading into this correctly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I claim no authority about any of this. Just enthusiasm. Uh-huh. That is all. Yeah, I I don't even know about the enthusiasm for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Eighteen more of these bad boys, Andy. Hey, Mo Beef, one of the essentials. It was on the essential list. It's like twenty four if you're a. Uh, if you're including Tower Club. Ooh, wow. Like that may be 29. I mean, if you're including Tower Club, I don't want to get you know too into this, Andy, but uh, you may want to get on the subscriber train because if you want to know a, our thoughts on basically all the other restaurants in Springfield, mm-hmm. Missouri, that we're not going to be able to cover here on the main episode, you're going to want to subscribe to the Tower Club because that's the only that's place right. you're going to get that information. We're going to review every last restaurant in We've Springfield. Got the list, folks, we're reviewing all of them. You think we're joking? We're not. We're not joking. This is not a joke. I mean, that doesn't we mean don't we're going to joke eat at them about <laughs> restaurants. But on we're the reviewing show. all of them. Yeah. And we never joke about no. anything on the show. Dead serious all the time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, Dan. Well, unfortunately, that is literally all we had planned. Wow. <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> hey. That, what? Do you, do you see that out the window, Andy? I think it's like some rocks stacked on top of each other. Or wait, hey, come on in. Hey, we know we know him. We know him. I mean, it's probably gonna take him a little while to get to the sixteenth floor. He was just outside. Hey guys! Whoa, that was insanely fast. Oh, I'm 
I have powers. <laughs> well, of course you do. It's Randolph. You're Randolph the Corn-Nosed Snowboy. It's me, Randolph the Corn-Nosed Snowboy. Oh, boy. I'm back on the show by popular demand. Oh, my goodness. The best kind of demand. It absolutely is the best kind of demand. Randolph. I'm so happy to see Randolph. You are one of our most lauded recent and new uh, guest. It, 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 you sure you it's don't crazy. mean lauded? I mean, because of how loud my voice is. <laughs> yes, you are. And how un- untenable it might be during post production. I wonder if you are the loudest guest, Andy. Any thoughts on that? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of our guests yeah. are pretty loud. Yeah. Uh. Ronald McDonald, the cigarette smoking mm. robot, loud guy. Why are we not talking about me? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, it's lovely to see you. I, I'm surprised we didn't see you sooner with all this snow. Uh, um, I, oh, I just keep. That's why I'm so glum, Dan. Well, well, I would think that. Wouldn't you be happier with snow? You would think that, wouldn't you, Andy? <laughs> Well, hey, hey, listen, it's layoff Andy. He doesn't always have the best. He doesn't have a head for interviews. I listen to the show. He's clearly the weak link. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard that before. Wait, are, you don't have to, do, to be on reddit.com. Uh, <laughs> it's that's an anonymous website, Dan. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't want to break anonymity. Uh, Randolph, uh, you know. I, I'm sorry. I keep on kind of pausing and starting. I, I guess I keep expecting you to, uh, do your sort of signature thing. Oh, you want me to sing for you? Well, I, I mean, I, you me want me to, to play cymbals and dance around like a little monkey boy too, Dan? Okay. I do not remember you doing the cymbals and the monkey dancing last time. But I'm honestly, asking, I would love. Do you that. want me to just perform for you on command? Well, I think you want to wind up this little switch on my He's back, pointing to his back. Um, do you see a switch back there, Dan? <laughs> No, there is a uh, maybe a stray lump of coal. I'm not sure where that's supposed to be, uh, but it's my third eye. You know, I, I I'm guessing that it's usually in your forehead, not in the middle of your back. But uh, hey, I moved it. You ever played with this nomancy to move that stuff around? Snow boy, I'm a snow boy though. Okay, you are a little snow boy, famously. I think our our ah. our audience is probably expecting. You know, they're they're excited. It's your second time here on the show, and they're you know they they hear your voice, and they're like, oh, he's gonna do his thing. He's gonna break into one of his famous corn boy songs. I only sing when I'm inspired, and I'm not feeling very inspired right now because I'm sad. Wow. Bit of a diva, Andy, it seems. Yeah. What's making you so sad? Oh, thank you for asking. (laughs) Oh, it's that time of year that makes me sad, Andy. Do you have seasonal affective disorder? Yeah, I'm affected by the fact that my friends all disappear. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, okay. It's like a twice annual rapture. I'm Randolph. I'm so. I mean, first of all, what are you talking about? Oh, there's a special day or a few days that comes every year 
when all of a sudden there's all these others, snow boys and snow girls and non-binary snow people. And I have people to play with and sing with. And then they all disappear. Oh, no. Some people get happy when the sun shines. Not me. You ever had to watch one of your friends melt, Dan? I mean, uh, you know, Randolph, there's still a good amount of snow out there. I, I, you, I, I mean, maybe come back on the show in like a week. You could be using this precious time to hang out with your, I mean. I guess you probably don't want to be around them while they're melting. That, yeah. That's kind of sad you seeing them waste together, away. Huh? Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I My friends are out there melting right now. I I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I, I, I had a friend who melted once, but that was because of a big laser beam. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, as humans, we melt under higher temperatures. Oh, that's right. Than, yeah, yeah. Than, uh, than snowmen and women and their non-binary powers. Yes, heat causes melting. <laughs> well, I was just saying higher levels for some. But, so, I mean, are you not affected by the heat in some way? Because of, I mean, I'm assuming it's because of your magical corn nose. Dan, my powers come not from my corn nose. <laughs> they come from my origin. Okay, well, I, I, I'm having a little trouble, I, I guess, remembering. I mean, it's the magic of alien origin. biology, if you want to call it magic. Right. Okay. <laughs> we took the form we thought humans took. Uh-huh. <laughs> and look, you're not exactly a top priority planet. <laughs> I'm having trouble. Then back in contact with the overlords. I'd love to not be a snowboy, believe you me. Wouldn't would love to not have to watch my friends die every year. So, and then just be lonely the rest of the time. Yeah, you're, you're of course from an alien race. You you right. don't seem to care much about us humans and our ways. But I mean, is yeah. it just because you've been here so long that you've you've grown an attachment to the uh the snow people that look like you? Yes, clearly. <laughs> I, I, you know, Randolph. I don't. I don't want to. For lack of a better representation term, is important, Dan. Yes, it's very important, and I would never speak out in any way against that. But I'm, you know, you figured out by now that as humans, we don't, we don't look like like that. I think, I think you may have just been mistaken whenever your uh, yeah, alien Dan, race landed here. I figured it out. So why not just, you know, try and make a bond with uh, some, you know, people who because don't tend to melt? I'm here to kill the people, Dan. Okay, well, it's it's all just a little muddy for me. I, Randolph, I, this I can't imagine what you're going through right now in this time. With you all don't your have friends to imagine. Melting. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I'm trying. Learn empathy. I'm trying. Who, which one of us are you antagonists towards? You. <laughs> Both. Well, it doesn't seem like you like Andy uh, either. Uh, are you humans? <laughs> well, <laughs> then I am antagonistic towards you. Okay, Jerry's in a still out on Andy. Way, in specific way, mm-hmm. for both of you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Dan, well, it seems like you're not understanding. <laughs> Maybe I am going to have to sing. So you'll get it. I was thought I was going to come here and not sing a song. I was, was, was going to see if there was anything I could do to lift your spirits to help you sing. Oh, but uh, just thinking about if you've just come to it on your own. Just thinking about all my melting buddies. Uh-huh. Oh, 
This is what I'm feeling right now in this moment, mm-hmm. Dan. <laughs> oh, he brought his little snow guitar. Oh, I made it myself. I don't see who else would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> Another corn and cob, a corn cob for <laughs> your no- Rabbit grabbed you. No. <laughs> I'll start over. It's okay, Randolph. Just pick it up wherever. Do you, do you need a minute? Stop distracting me. Okay. Here we go again. I was again. just wondering Here if you need like again. a second to collect yourself. Yeah, I'm playing the intro. I'll collect myself right now, okay? Is that all right with you, Dan? Yeah, that's fine. And that snow guitar sounds great. Studio quality. Another corning cob. A corn cob for your nose. Rabbit grabs you by the nose because he wants to eat your nose. <laughs> Dan, I wish you'd stop. I'm, I'm sorry. Almost I, to know, the chorus. I promise I Just will let not me play my song. I, I know that this must be emotional for you, and I will not. I promise I won't do it again. Okay. Are you ready? We're coming up on the okay. chorus. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a quest, but it's so sad when snow boys die. Oh, wow. It's a corn cob for my nose. It's between my coal eyes. My friendships last one or two days, and that is my whole life. Okay. This is This is sadder than the original, I think. Oh, I my snow boys, can you they're they brought their violins. Oh my goodness! Oh, they're d- no, they're melting while they play right now. Well, they're playing too hard. Make them stop. Make oh, them slow no. down. Oh, it's make no. them melting faster. Oh, no. oh man! Well, I'm gonna go back to my cave. Bye. He's Bye. gone. <laughs> he slithered jumped right out, out the window. <laughs> I guess he's immortal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he hit Obviously. the ground super hard and just kind of collected himself back into one piece. Wow. But Andy. It seemed like he worked really hard on that. That was, you know, we've had some emotional moments on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our past playlist episodes. Uh, we, we we're not afraid to go there. That was easily the saddest. Thing I've yeah. ever heard. My heart just goes out to all the snow Even boys aside and from snow the girls show. Yeah. and non-binary snow people out mm-hmm. there. That is what he said, right? Yeah. 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 That's what he said. That's mm. what he said, and we'll never forget it. Oh, I just ran off the corn-nosed snow boy. Really did not think we'd ever see him again. Uh, what with us not doing this show through another <laughs> Christmas season. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I had forgotten all that stuff about him being from an alien race. That was his whole deal. Uh, and it's it's the tragic story. Just yeah. an alien race comes to Earth. You know what's Earth. great? Not worrying about getting new listeners anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just not caring about that at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't love that you put it that way. Because if you were to go back and yeah. listen to some of the bits that we're doing whenever we were actively trying to gain new mm. listeners... Uh, it would really just seem like we were uh, maybe stupid, yeah. you and I. <laughs> Trying to get rid of the old ones is what we're doing now. I want zero downloads by episode oh by the goodness. last episode. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I'm sure that there's some incendiary things we could say yeah. to, to make that happen. Yeah. Um, starting with this 
Billy Dove guy. Oh boy. This guy. One of the nicest guys mm, around. Really? Andy, truly doesn't eat bugs. Uh, great guy. I We love him. We love all our listeners. Yeah, he's such a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> sorry we said anything bad about you, Billy. <laughs> Any, um, sorry for blaming some extinction, of, extinction events on you. Uh-huh. We know you didn't perpetrate any extinction events yeah and i you know i hear the bees are actually doing fine now so mm-hmm. whatever billy did he or gave, didn't billy do is an angel he gave cpr to each and every bee billy dove kisses bees <laughs> i don't know how we ended on a <laughs> stupider note than where we already were but uh andy do you have anything to leave the folks with i don't please you know you can subscribe to tower club still we had we have had new people subscribe to it. I didn't oh, really that. yeah oh wow people have jumped on here at the end which is cool you know uh you get access to our full back catalog i think there's what sure. 30 episodes or something yeah at that no, point? then there's a lot of good this stuff point. in there and there's a lot of good stuff to come as we teased we are going to finish reviewing every single mm-hmm. restaurant here in springfield missouri on the tower club episodes so uh yeah just stick tuned for that every week you're gonna get a preheat just a little exclusive inside edition on on the on the, yeah. the coming week's restaurant uh it, it's a great value andy at only five dollars a month sure half, which goes to ozark sweet harvest bye bye <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.